Welcome to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In this first segment of the show, the Metro Atlanta Real Estate Update, the Metro Atlanta Residential Real Estate Update for the last seven days. Why on earth do we look at it every seven days? We'll tell you. In our Something You Should Know About Atlanta segment, Wheel of Fortune Live coming to Atlanta on September the 20th. Wheel of Fortune Live coming to Atlanta and building a quality garage to protect your baby, your car from the wind, the rain, the elements. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can ask questions, by the way, that we can answer on the air if you'd like us to. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to be a podcast subscriber. It's Go Gaddis Radio, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S Radio.com. Let's jump into the Metro Atlanta Residential Real Estate Update for the last seven days. We're going to take a look at the number of new listings, the number of homes that went under contract, the number of homes with a price decrease, and the number of closings for the week. We're going to lead off with 2,802 new listings, 2,802 listings Came on to the listing services, both the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service in Metro Atlanta, September 5th through September the 12th. 1,672 homes went under contract. So we're looking for the difference. There was 1,200 more new listings that came on to the market than the number of homes that went under contract. What does that mean? As we've said many, many times before, that means there are 1,200 or a little over 1,100 more listings for buyers to choose from after September the 12th than before September the 12th. I want you to think about that. There's 11 to 1,200 more listings for buyers to choose from in Metro Atlanta in the last seven days. That is quite substantial. Now, does it mean the market is shifting so that sellers don't have an advantage? No, that is not the case at all. The market still, it leans a little more towards sellers than buyers. And the reason we say that is because we have less than three months worth of inventory all throughout Metro Atlanta, we have about two months' worth of inventory, which means if no new inventory flowed onto the market or came onto the market in the next month or so, it would take two months or less to sell all of the existing inventory when you look at sales patterns of the past 12 months. So when you have less than four months' worth of inventory, it is a seller's market. So if we're around two months' worth of inventory, we're sort of in the middle of a seller's market. Four and five months' worth of inventory is a balanced market. So when you hear me talk on the radio and say we have five months' worth of inventory, then know that we are in a balanced market. The seller does not have an advantage and the buyer does not have an advantage. Everybody comes in, has their own uh, ability to negotiate, but they don't have the ability to kind of rule the roost on a transaction, if you will. And if you have more than five months' worth of inventory, then I say we are in a buyer's market. If you look at national economic news, they will say if you have six months' worth of inventory, then you are in a balanced market. I will tell you in today's market, if a seller has to wait six months or even longer than 90 days to sell their home, and in a market where you have six months' worth of inventory, half of it would sell in less than 90 days, half of it would sell between 90 and 180 days, 
And if you have sellers who have to wait 90 to 180 days to sell their homes, they do not feel like it's balanced. So they tend to get more eager to make adjustments and improvements and do what they need to do to get their home sold. So inventory is still growing, means more opportunities for buyers. Inventory is still growing. There's still plenty of opportunity for sellers, provided you price the home correctly and provided you put it in the right showing condition. Let's take a look at the number of homes with a price decrease for the week. 2,834 homes, 2,834 homes for the week had a price decrease. Let me say that one more time. 2,834 home sellers in Metro Atlanta reduced their price. If you are a home buyer and you have not asked your agent or your agent has not offered to send you a list of all of the homes in your geographic area of interest that that come close to meeting your criteria that have had a price decrease, I say, shame on you and shame on them. The reality is there were 2,834 home sellers in the last week that raised their hand saying, I might be more interested in selling my house now than I thought I was. Again, 1,672 closings, 2,802 new listings, 1,672 Uh, under contract, and also the same number of closings for the week, 1,672. That is unusual that those two numbers would be the same. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you listening this fine Saturday morning. In our next segment, here's something you should know about Metro Atlanta, Wheel of Fortune. The famed TV show Wheel of Fortune is coming to Atlanta live. I'll bet at some point in time in your life, you might have dreamed of being a contestant on a TV show. Wheel of Fortune was not one that I dreamed of being a contestant on, but I used to dream of being a contestant on The Price is Right. I wanted to win the contest and solve the puzzles and win lots of money and prizes. And now you've got a chance because Wheel of Fortune Live, not the TV show, But a theatrical experience is coming to Atlanta next week, Tuesday, the 20th at 8 p.m. You can join other contestants and take a spin to solve the puzzles in person if you want to. Guests can try out on stage and play to win big at every show. You can try out the day of the show. Audience members will randomly be selected to win cash and prizes. Contestant registration for the Wheel of Fortune Again, the theatrical experience, not the TV show, take place on the day of the show, starting up to three hours prior to showtime, but registration closes at showtime. It uh, is still necessary to complete registration in person prior to the show in order to be included in the selection process. Early registration allows contestants to avoid those long lines. Registration will stay open until the posted showtime. It is not necessary for people to stay at the theater once they register. The only requirement is that they be back at the theater by showtime. Winners return to the stage after the show to complete the necessary paperwork. Prizes are sent directly to the winner's residence. Wouldn't it be nice to win enough that they had to send you that you had to fill out a tax form? I think that's over six hundred bucks. And so, guests who want the chance to play on stage. Uh, are shown a sample of the type of puzzle used in the show. Potential contestants are selected at random from among those who correctly solve the sample puzzle. Uh Uh-oh, I guess I'd be out. Audience game contestants are selected entirely random uh, from among everyone registered. No purchases necessary, which is cool. And uh, for full official rules and eligibility requirements, call or visit the box office at the Fox Theater. 
Wheel of Fortune Live coming to Atlanta. Are you a car fanatic? Washing and waxing your car every chance you get? Does the news of wind, rain, or hail make you feel anxious or scared of what might happen to your unprotected baby? And are you like me, and do you insist on leaving your car inside so nothing bad happens to it? Now, I, I will confess, in my 20s and 30s, I was a car fanatic. Now, I never drove really, really, really fancy, really expensive cars, but I had a, a used Mercedes, and I had a couple used Jaguars and an, an Infiniti. And uh, now I drive the Volvo S90, which is the the, the full size, the biggest of all the Volvo sedans. Um, mine's a, 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 a twin turbo version, so it's nice and fast. And I'm not a fanatic about that car, but I also wouldn't leave the car outside on purpose. When I park it at the airport, I park it in the covered parking so that it will be protected from at least some of the elements. We've got a listener question. This is from Arnold in Peachtree Corners. He says he's a car buff, and he's thought about updating and even adding on to his garage how would i go about doing this in the smartest way and so let me tell you a couple of things that i did in my garage. one of the problems that i find and i see with garages in metro atlanta is that people will use their garage for storage and there's no room left for cars so i say keep the crap out of your garage i had an epoxy coating put on the floor it looks kind of like a granite uh, countertop and that does a really good job in helping me keep it clean i had um, uh, cabinets installed on the, the walls. I have an outside refrigerator where I keep drinks for my home. And I had uh, two rows of cabinets. So I have lots and lots of storage in the garage for items so I can get them up and off the floor. And so my suggestion to you is get everything cleaned out so you can keep your car in the garage. Now for me, I would have to, if I wanted to add more garage space, I would have to add it beside and behind my house. And so I think the first recommendation I would give you is choose the right site. In other words, put it in a place where you can build it. I would actually have to build up the foundation one level, so it would be the height of the basement, then I could build the garage on top of it. My suggestion would be to build it big enough. Don't build it too small. I would add another two full cars to my garage, and then I would think of the future. So for me, I would want some additional living space above the garage that I could then connect to my home I would suggest you make sure you stay compliant with all of your local building codes, and I would recommend you build the home using quality uh, ingredients, if you will, uh, using quality building materials. I think that is so very important. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we believe we can sell it for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. How can we do it? Well, you can get a customized maximum value plan and a refresh allowance of up to $15,000 where we give you $15,000 to improve your house. Sometimes the return on that investment is $2, $2 for everyone, $3 for everyone. I've even seen them $4 for everyone, which means we might be able to improve the value of your home up to $60,000 with a $15,000 investment. If you want more information, go to gogaddisradio.com. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. He makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step by step through the process. He is our preferred mortgage lender, 678 226 7887. 678 226 7887. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, September is Mold Awareness Month. What does that mean for you? And what should you do as a homeowner or a tenant to make sure your surroundings are free of mold? We got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 